Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gina. And I'm Nicole. And today we are dishing about NA or non-alcoholic beers and mocktails. But first, let's catch up. Nicole, what's new? Well, I'm a year older, Gina. Yes, uh, you are. Yeah, actually, by the time this comes out, it'll, I'll have been older for a couple of weeks. Um, this is a belated oh. happy birthday for me, I guess. Uh, yeah, I had a great celebration. So being my birthday for reference is July 2nd. So it's always right around the holiday. And my best friend was like, that has to be really fun. And I said, well, you know, as a kid, like in high school, at least, everybody decorated um, lockers, right? And so being a summer birthday, I never got my locker decorated. And then I do love that I'm generally not working on my birthday or that a lot of people tend to be off, but people also tend to travel. But all that to say, it was a great birthday. We spent six hours at the pool. It was so fun. And then Mark and I went out for dinner. We have also picked cherries recently and blueberries here in Southwest Michigan. It is full on like fruit season. Uh, we picked 17 pounds of blueberries on Monday and they are so good. So good. Uh, I asked the girls yesterday morning, I'm like, do you want any blueberries? And they're like, no, it's good. We're good. And I take out like the five pound box and just I'm munching on them. And, you know, while we cuddle in the morning, just ever so briefly when, you know, they probably ate two pounds of blueberries just sitting there pounding them. So don't take no for an answer. Sometimes just putting fruit in front of your children will uh, lead to, to consumption. But other than that, we are just boating, pooling, beaching, and um, enjoying and then visitors start the week before this comes out. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But otherwise, just summering hard work is bonkers busy. So I feel like I'm going hard at work, hard at play. And I guess that's that's kind of how I roll. Yeah. That is I don't know. Roll. It is. <laughs> What's going work on? Hard, play hard. C-Bus. Yeah. C-Bus. Uh, not a, well, there is a lot going on, but nothing too extremely exciting. I will say I made the decision to enroll Paige in Girl Scouts this year. Mm -hmm. And because I'm sort of already looking ahead for fall, trying to think about what the kids can get involved in. Paige said she would only do it if I was a troop leader. Is that what they're called? I don't even know. Sounds right. And reluctantly, <laughs> reluctantly, I agreed only because there's already two leaders. So I would sort of be almost a sub leader. <laughs> mm -hmm. So hopefully I won't have a lot of responsibilities, but obviously I'm willing to help however I can. I'm hoping to add maybe like a nutrition, intuitive eating spin, body positivity spin to the troop. And I think that they'll appreciate that, the leaders and the girls. So we'll make it fun. I'm excited about that. Otherwise, uh, oh gosh, I'm reading. Okay, so this has, I, obviously this pertains a lot to the topic that we're talking about today, but I already read This Naked Mind by Annie Grace, as I've talked about before. I'm currently reading another book that was highly recommended called Quit Like a Woman by Holly Whitaker. Have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. So I would definitely say it's more for someone who is maybe what they call sober curious or someone who maybe drinks a lot and is considering maybe that they want to sort of cut back or quit drinking. And I'm, I'm not necessarily, I am in that category for sure in the sober curious category. But it, it, I really appreciated the beginning of this book. I think I think more so towards the end slash middle. It's a long book. It's talking about more like how 
how do you stop drinking or how do you at least reduce your drinking? And I've already done that, but I do find a lot of self-care references. So it's still good just for my overall self-care practices and for me as a practitioner helping people with self-care. So yes, I've, I found it beneficial. But essentially, the beginning of the book, which I really appreciated and enjoyed, it described the similarities between the rise in tobacco and cigarette use in the early 1900s, uh, which was due to, of course, amazing marketing techniques. And, and then it, it described sort, sort of the similarities between that and the rise in alcohol use now, uh, that's mainly been with the help of social media influencers and famous influ- influencers like Gwyneth Paltrow. And of course, all the alcohol companies that are sponsors for all the big events. There's even alcohol companies that sponsor breast cancer events, which I find so incredibly ironic. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I went on a, a pub crawl for breast cancer and I will tell you the irony was not lost on me at all, but I did it and raised some money. So whatever. Uh, it's, it also talks about the the false belief that I think a lot of people hold that only people who should be concerned about alcohol or people should only be concerned about alcohol use if they are alcoholics or mainly what people say to me is if they have alcoholism in their family or they carry the gene for alcoholism, uh, which is not true that, that anyone can become an alcoholic at, at any time. And so it's just really, I, I appreciated that part of the book, the, really the first 100 pages, I would say. So a good read if you're interested in that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, just a reminder before we begin, just a quick favor to ask everyone, since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they really help us reach more people. So of course, we'd appreciate it. Currently, our lights are flickering in the house. I don't know what's going on, but hopefully we don't lose electricity. <laughs> like you literally the house. We well, we did a couple days ago. Did you guys have them? Yeah, it's what is it Thursday? So coming out of the holiday weekend, it was like yeah. sun, 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 and then that Monday night, I guess it was the fourth. Yeah, it must have been or the fifth. And it doesn't matter. One of those nights, terrible storms. I was up like all night. I have felt like crap. Yeah. I just sun, lack of sleep. Oh, just mm-hmm. struggle bus. It must have been on Monday or Tuesday night because I believe it was Wednesday night for us where we were literally up all night. I mean, it was so much lightning. It, 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 we might as well have just turned the, the lights on in our room because, I mean, that's all it was, was just lightning, lightning, lightning. Paige came up to our room and she couldn't sleep. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I can sleep through that. But, of course, she was terrified. So I gave her my sleep mask. That helped. Uh, but, yeah, that was a not a good, good, not a good night's, night for sleep, but definitely a good night for our, our yard that is very parched. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) Do it for the grass. All right. So just just a little introduction. Yeah, which is still so bone dry anyway. I mean, even this four inches of rain that we got, four inches, our grass is still dead. The flowers in the front of my house, dead. I mean, everything is dead. (laughs) So there's no no going back at this point. All right. So a little introduction to today's topic. I got this information from morningconsult.com. It's a random website, but I liked these statistics that they had on here that were relatively recent. It says 40% of drinking age adults said they're drinking less than they were five years ago. 43% of the public doesn't drink at all. And I want to note in, in this study, they said that this is often by choice, not because of a quote unquote drinking problem. So that's 43%. Is that higher or lower than you would have guessed, Nicole? I ask this question at work about alcohol consumption on every new patient that I see. I will say that statistic does not surprise me, but I'm curious in the reading that you've done about alcohol consumption, I do think that it tends to follow with um, 
just affluence. So the the tends to be that having means relates more to alcohol consumption. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do yeah, you, I definitely believe that. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, mean, I don't have any stats on that, but that just seems to be where I see heavier consumers of alcohol tends to be in people that have more means. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the statistics, statistics on that either, but I do know the vast majority of my friends. Um, like, I don't think I have any friends who don't drink, <laughs> if that mm-hmm. says anything. I don't know. I mean, I am, you know, of the age where I think, and again, I don't have statistics on this either, but what age are people most drinking? You know, I'm almost 40, but I don't have any friends who don't drink other than one person who just recently quit because of that book, that This Naked Mind book, who she she and her husband quit drinking. I think I told you about her. Anyway, 46% have purchased a non-alcoholic beer or cocktail led not by teetotalers or someone who doesn't drink, but actually by drinking adults. And I don't know what that range was. So 46% have purchased a non-alcoholic beer or cocktail in the last year, in the last five years or ever, perhaps. Uh, But that's still, I mean, considering if you ever think to yourself, why would I buy a non-alcoholic beer or mocktail? I mean, what if you just don't feel like drinking? You know, even before I I started this whole goal to be uh, to drink less, I still would order maybe a mocktail every once in a while. I didn't ever drink any beers. I will say that. But uh, so, yeah, I think I would fit into that category. But now for sure I do because I drink them almost all the time. Uh, So reasons for not drinking or drinking less include desiring a healthier lifestyle. That's what 67% of people said. Wanting to save money, which I thought was interesting. 55% of people said that, which I guess that does make sense. Alcohol is expensive. And then of course, losing weight, 44%. Uh, Those are the top reasons for wanting to drink less. Um, Oh, I also wanted to mention this, which I mentioned earlier, this whole recent trend of being quote unquote sober curious. So what does that mean? According to verywellmind.com, sober curious culture encourages a sober lifestyle, but welcomes individuals who are willing, ready, or planning to give up alcohol completely. So I think that's me. You said are, or but I think you meant aren't willing. I'm sorry. Ready. You're correct. Okay. Thank you. I, 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 thank you. Yes. Welcomes individuals who are not willing. Correct. Thank you. Uh, or ready or just are planning to give up alcohol. So a, sober, a curious. Free contemplation. Exactly. Or pops the possibly or, even yeah. contemplation, true, true, true. right? Yep. Because uh, I think I'm in that contemplation stage for sure, uh, where I I know I, I want to drink less and I'm just thinking, why not just give it up completely? But I'm just not quite there yet. Anyway, we can talk about that at another time. Now it's time for the fun part. We're going to taste actually four NA or non-alcoholic beers. And I'm also going to kind of give you a rundown of some of my other top three that maybe we weren't both able to get because again, Nicole lives in Michigan. I live in Ohio, which you would think we'd have access to the same beers. We were not able to find all the same beers. Uh, So I'll just kind of give you a little rundown of some of my favorites that I could find here in Columbus. And then also we're going to try two mocktails and I'll put the link to the, these mocktails in the show notes. They are all from This Naked Mind. She's got an Instagram uh, handle, which I believe is just This Naked Mind. Uh, oh my gosh, our electricity just went, just went out again. Interesting. <laughs> and she's got a ton of mocktail recipes on there. But these two that I found today, the mojita and the mimosa, two basic you know co- cocktails that you've probably had that we've made into mocktails. Uh, can be found on her website. And again, I'll put the link up there. But she she shares a new mocktail recipe, I believe, every Friday on her Instagram. Okay, so we're going to start, Nicole, with the 
mint mojito. And I have already made mine, which is why I want to go with the, the mocktails first, because mine are sitting on ice and getting watered down. So I wanted to drink it fast and because it looks so good. And let me kind of explain what is in this mint mojito. So the recipe is not very descriptive as far as how much mint. It just says mint. Am I am I right on that, Nicole? Yeah, looks right. You ready. have the recipe in front of you. Okay. Because I wrote it down. I didn't actually, I don't have it in front of me, but it just says mint. So I just put about four or five sprigs of oh, mint in there. Oh, it says two sprigs. Sorry, it does Does say, it taste? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, two. I put, I put four. Woo. So four sprigs of mint, and then you juice three wedges of lime over that, and you muddle it with whatever you have. If you don't have a muddler, that's fine. You can use the back of a spoon or the back of a measuring spoon, whatever you want to use. So do that to get some of the mint juices out, out of there. And then add six ounces of a lime sparkling water. So I have LaCroix. You could use bubbly, whatever kind of lime sparkling water you have. And then ice. Um, So you're squeezing the lime over the mint, muddling it, adding the lime sparkling water, and then the ice. And I'm going to give this a whirl. It looks very pretty, by the way. It doesn't have any sugar. So the only sugar is from the the lime juice. But yeah, other than that, no added sugar. That is accurate. Wait, I used fresh lime. Oh, is, isn't there we, sugar in fresh lime? I mean, I guess. I right. You're right. It's not very much, but I, I figure there's some. Yes, oh, it is very, very low in sugar. Better than I expected. Considering I use four sprigs of mint, <laughs> I, very, I pretty much only taste the mint, but I will tell you, I really enjoy this. It is good. Here's the thing about alcohol. Alcohol isn't good. If you really think about it, the reason why we have cocktails is to mask the taste of alcohol. And if you're sitting there thinking, oh, but I love my bourbon on the rocks. It took you a long time to get to that point. It's a very acquired taste because it's not really supposed to be good. (laughs) So that's why we cover it up with so many things. But what I'm trying to say here is I do not miss the alcohol in this whatsoever. I don't miss the alcohol in this, but I'm reserving my reservations. And I do like bourbon on the rocks, Um, but we'll see. I will see about the beers. I don't know. Yeah. But, but this is very true, refreshing. True or false? It took you a long time to get to the point where you didn't just love bourbon, bourbon on the rocks the first time you tried it. Or no, did you? But I didn't love yeah. broccoli the first time I tried it either. Yeah. Well, it's also bitter. It's also a very bitter taste. Okay, good. So let's go on to the next one. All right. Mimosas. All right. So it says, fill a glass half with orange juice, about three to four ounces. Add one to two ounces of limeade, which is essentially lemonade, but made with lime. I, I bought the Simply Limeade. It's a I have pretty well-known brand. Okay. Shake it up. Yep. Give it's it a shake. Bedroom. I love I love the sound effects. Your bubble, your the the um LaCroix that you pour with the bubblies. I love that. And you're shaking the limeade. Perfect. Mark is gonna walk in the bedroom and be like, what <laughs> intarnation is going on? There's orange juice all over our bed frame. <laughs> like the foot of the bed. You know, that's my that's my balance beam here. Okay. Oh, of course. Oh, he'll he'll love it. Maybe he'll dive in. And then top the limeade and the orange juice with lime soda, which to me, I read that as something like Sprite or 7-Up. Okay. I am using a Lemoncello LaCroix. Oh, hey, that would work too. With the orange juice and the limeade. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, gosh. This is so good. It tastes more mimosa-y than I was expecting. Ooh, I really like that combination of orange juice and lime. I agree. That, hmm, it exceeds my expectations. I would, I think I would agree with that. So here's my confession about all this, Gina. When it, okay. And, and okay, so why do people 
mm, why, like, why do we, why do we drink? Right. Like is kind of the question. And I think sure. for me, I, well, I enjoy the taste. Um, but I think it comes down to me is diet culture creeping in from like calories from beverages. I mean, that was previously in, in my past life considered a waste of calories. Right. Sure. Um, and I don't drink sweetened beverages. With, I mean, unless you're considering kombucha, which mine doesn't have added sugar. But other than kombucha, I don't drink anything on a routine basis that has sugar in it. Okay. My coffee, I guess I, I do add creamer because I love myself so much. But um, I love that meme. <laughs> you enjoy your hot bean water. I'm using creamer because I love myself. Um, I am one of those I love people. hot bean water. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Straight I, up. I, straight up hot bean water. Um, yeah. I do like a little bit in there. I, I guess that's, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm not there now, but I guess I could see, well, I might so, enjoy me, this with a bit of champagne in it too, even more because I do like the taste of champagne. Let me understand what you're trying to say here. Are you saying what's, why would you order? Um, what's the point if there's no alcohol? Is that what you're saying? Kind of? Or am I hearing Is you Is it wrong? quote like, Why would you order a sweet beverage if there's, right. But would you, but would it be worth the calories for you if there was alcohol in it? Yes. I see. Okay. See, for me, now that I don't really drink anymore, especially not hard liquor, when I go to a restaurant, I, I'm just so used to ordering a beverage. It's like, I feel naked without it. So for me, ordering a mocktail, mm -hmm. is like ordering my cocktail. I agree with that. Like if I'm not drinking, I will typically just order like club soda with a lime. Yeah. Or that. Absolutely. And I like, like that. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to not get something to drink because I'm just so used to over the past, since I was 21, like that's when I drink is when mm -hmm. I go out. I don't think I've gone to dinner or lunch once. This is, this is a, a, an admission right here. Maybe lunch. I'm, it's like, I have to order a drink. It's just, it just calls, calls to me. I don't know. I have to order either a beer or a cocktail. And so now that I don't do that, it's almost like the meal isn't complete without it. So I have to have some type of a either a soda water with a lime or oftentimes restaurants now are doing mocktails, which I love or kombucha, which again, I also love so much. Okay. I don't feel that way anymore. To be clear, I would probably prefer both of these ever so slightly taste wise with alcohol, but both exceed my expectations. Like I will, yeah. I will say like four out of five stars. Mm -hmm. I would I agree. agree. Yeah, I do. And I would, I will, of course, use, actually, I'm counting my sprigs of mint and it called for two. I have six in here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have to try it with less mint next time, clearly. But it is very refreshing and very good. I would offer this at a party as an, with two options, one without and one with. So here, you can make this. Here, add some gin if you would like or have it without. I think is this it? would be a gin drink. Isn't a mojito gin or is it vodka? Or could it be both? Um, that's bourbon? A... I really don't know. No, not bourbon. Okay. Okay. Why do I feel like it's a vodka? I think it could go either way. I think it's like a martini where you could do vodka or gin. Right? I, but I'm although, probably I, I wrong. I feel like gin, not feel like gin is coming to me. I do love mojitos. All right. Let's move on to the beer. Our favorite. We both, Nicole and I are both beer connoisseurs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes. We love beer. And this, and I will say, if it wasn't for NA beer, giving up alcohol would be very difficult for me. And I'm very happy that I've decided to do this at a time when NA beers are in now. Like all the breweries are making them and they're doing a really good job. 
It's kind of like when you became gluten-free, if you had celiac disease 20 years ago, you were kind of shit out of luck because nothing tasted good. But now all these companies are making really good gluten-free foods. Yeah. That's how I feel about my NA beer. Okay. So <laughs> let's go to, to beer number one. We've got Athletic Run Wild. And you guys have probably all heard about this one. It's, it's, they're all over Instagram. I wish I could tell you where this was made. I thought I wrote it down. Is it California? Yes, it's from California, although it's also made in, it looks like Connecticut. Uh, it's in a blue container and it's an IPA or it's in a blue um, uh, can. And it is an IPA. We'll give it a whirl. It doesn't taste like an IPA to me. I agree with you, Nicole. I have yet to find, actually, there was only one. I love IPAs. Nicole and I both love really hoppy beers, okay? IPA, I think of really hoppy, extremely hoppy. This, to me, does not taste extremely hoppy. I do like it, and I would, I would personally give it a probably three and a half or four out of five, but I, I would not taste that and think, mm, that's really hoppy. It tastes like an IPA. It tastes like an ale. I think it tastes like one step above an ale. But yes, it's not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it as an IP. I think it tastes a little bit more hoppy than, than a basic ale or Pilsner. I don't know, but I agree with you. I don't get that IPA. I get maybe a pale ale taste because a pale ale is one step down from an IPA. What is the I in, in an IPA? Is it Imperial? In India. Imported? India? India? In, India yeah, you're right. India IPA. IP, India Isn't pale ale? It? India pale ale. You're Why right. Does, you're right. That sounds so wrong, but it is. I know, it's India, it, right? I think you're right. I yeah. think it is. India. I, don't, I don't even know where that came from, but yes, it's an extra hop yet, um, beer. Okay, so I would give it, a, I'll give it a three and a half. What about you? Yeah, I'll go three and a half. I have had some offensive non-alcoholic beers. This is not one of them. And I think, yeah. so I'm curious, Gina, pause. Uh, when you were pregnant, did you drink yeah. non-alcoholic beer? No. No, because I only knew O'Doul's, <laughs> which was huh. gross. When I was a waitress, you know, in college and a little bit beyond college, when people would get um, NA beers, I would always be like, what? Why? These things are so gross because there was one kind and it was O'Doul's. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when I was pregnant, I still assumed that's all that was available. I never looked. I was just happy with, you know, soda water and lime or nothing at all. But man, wouldn't have been, it would have been so nice to have these as an option. And maybe they were. I just didn't know to go looking for them. Mm -hmm. and, and, and speaking of that, I will say, most of these have less than 0.5% alcohol. They're not completely alcohol-free. That being said, I would still feel fine drinking it as a pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. I, personally. Yeah, I wouldn't drink a case of it. I'm not it, saying but... that you listeners should, but <laughs> I, I, would, I would do it. I mean, I wouldn't you know, pound a whole six-pack, but... <laughs> it says um, also on this um, athletic brewing company, it's just worth noting... It says giving back 2% of all sales going go to restoring local trails. That's kind of cool. Oh, wow. That and for cool. reference, for anybody who cares, because uh, some people do, and we're a nutrition podcast, this is 65 calories. Oh, actually, the ingredients are interesting. 14 grams of carb. And then it says ingredients are water, organic Vienna malt, malted barley, oats, hops, wheat, and yeast. That is so interesting too, because usually you won't find any of that information on mm -hmm. a beer can. <laughs> yeah. And what's also interesting is that yours says 65 calories and mine says 70. What? Is that weird? This happened once before. Remember? 
Yeah. We were we were eating a bar or something and, and your calories oh, yeah. were different. I do remember that. We've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I know. That is is yours blue? Mm-hmm. That is so weird. I mean, I know it's just five calories. Who cares? It's just it's just very odd. Well, it does say average analysis. <laughs> of course. <laughs> On average. I guess mine does too. Yeah, but it still says 70. That is so interesting. Yeah. Okay. And oh, that is interesting as well. All right. Let's go to the second one. This is two roots, two as in the number two, T-W-O, roots, IPA. I did actually search where this was from and uh, could not find where it was from. I also couldn't find it in Ohio. So you have this. I don't have this one. Um, And it's also an IPA. What do you think? Okay. It is from... Uh, Michigan. In- Wait. Ah, uh, there you go. Oh, no. San Diego and Auburn Hills, Michigan. Okay. Okay. Less so than- California and Michigan. Yeah. So 12 ounces. It's 99 calories, 23 grams of carb. Ingredients, filtered water, malt, hops, yeast. Okay. Less than half a percent of alcohol. Um, You have this one or no, you said? I don't. No, I couldn't find it anywhere. So interestingly, it's it is hoppy, and it says it has little bars on the side that have hops, malt, bitter, and sweet. Hops are quite high, and then the malt, bitter, and sweet are low. I would agree with that. It's not. It's just not full bodied. I guess I'm very. I would guess if if I were doing a taste test and a nutrition analysis, like you know, mix and match, I would have swapped the nutrition for the first two beers. The the athletic brewing is much more full bodied to me. You mean the first one? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this one is it's just a little watery. Yes. Oh, I'm so curious about what you're gonna say about number three, the brew dog nanny state, because I love how you said full bodied. I also we're very similar with our taste in beer. I feel like I also love a full bodied beer. That's why I like IPAs. I feel like they're fuller. They're not watery. They're very right. I don't want to say heavy. They're like thick. I also don't like multi, um, what is the, what kind of like beers are they? Like a nitro type of, you don't like that. Yeah. Like a, a Guinness. I don't love those types of oh, beers. Okay. But I, yeah, I know. I think you do actually. I, don't well, you? I, I love beer. Um, <laughs> I would, if the first one was a, what do we give that one? A 3.5? Yeah. I would say that one's probably a 2.5. Ooh, okay. Okay. I wanted to go back though real quick. The athletic brewing there's, they do have a hazy IPA. I forgot to mention it's better than the athletic run wild. So we mentioned that the IPA, it didn't taste IPA enough. I feel like the hazy IPA by, by that brand is better. So for you, Nicole, or anyone else who likes an IPA, I would recommend more so the hazy IPA by that athletic uh, brewing company. Okay. Number three, since I didn't get to try the two roots IPA, we're going to go on to number three. Brew Dog Nanny State. And I don't know, we have Brew Dog breweries and bars in Columbus, but I'm not sure where they originate. Uh, so yeah, this is, it says Hoppy Golden, non-alcoholic Nanny State. Let's see if it has information on here. Nine grams of carbs, 28 calories. And it does not have the ingredients that I can see. Let me take a sip. I I despise this beer. 
Uh, agreed. Okay, it's from. I think it tastes disgusting. It's musty. Oh. Do you do you? As soon as I opened it, I got like a funk. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I think yes. And here's the thing. Okay, do you ever associate certain smells with certain foods? I'm sure you do. That's a dumb question. Okay, I have our refrigerator where all our beer is, right next to the cat's litter box. And right when we got this cat, I started drinking this beer. Like it was like the, one of the first NA beers that I tried. And I associate his litter box smell with this beer in, a, in the worst way possible. But I, I feel like it also actually does smell like it. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's in my head. I do not like it at all. I will never buy this beer again. I echo everything you just said. I don't know about the litter box situation, but that beer is not good. It's so good. And I, I think part of it may be the fact that it's only 25 calories on my head. I'm like, how can it taste good if it's only 25 calories? That's weird. But also, it just doesn't taste good. <laughs> good. It's, we both agree. I'll give it a one. I, I need to wash it down with my mimosa. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I just took a sip of my uh, mojito. Mark my extra in the bedroom. I have, I'm dying to know what he thinks right now. Is what, what's going on? <laughs> He's like, All you're right. recording. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> smart man all right this is the next one bravus brewing so it's b-r-a-v-u-s brewing and it is their ipa i was unable to find the ipa and actually i realized that we have all ipas on here so i'm kind of glad i got the amber so they have obviously a variety of na beers as this is made in california you've got the ipa and i have the amber so what is what do you think of the ipa um not my favorite. The athletic is the best. Are we? Do, did we give a number to the last one, the Brewdog? Like zero. We did one. One. Okay. One. <laughs> That's what I would give it. Oh, I hate to say it. I got to do a comparison athletic to this one. You got to do what? I'm trying the athletic brewing. Or- oh, okay. Next to it. Yeah. Next to this one. I'll tell you. The amber beer, I'm not a huge amber beer person. Like, I don't like the thick, like, multi, I don't even know how to describe them, heavy beers. Uh, what's, what's another word for them? Not multi. They're, there's a name for these types of beers. I guess amber. I a, oh, m- multi? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, the heavy, not heavy, the thick, dark beers. Like a porter, there's a name stout. For them. A porter, stout. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm thinking of, a stout. Oh. <laughs> this is very stouty. I do oh. not like stouts. Oh, it smells funky. I don't, I don't love it. Um, but again, I'm kind of biased because I don't love a stout. And I will tell you, this has 100 calories, 22 grams of carbs, 21 grams of sugar, a gram of protein. It has water, malted barley, hops, and yeast. So a very simple ingredient list. It's just not my favorite. My ingredient list is the exact same for the IPA, which I guess isn't super surprising. Um, It tastes like it has a bit of honey in it to me, but not necessarily in a good way. Um, That is funny. I get a honey taste from this as well. And not in a good way. It just doesn't taste right. Mine does not have nutrition information. You said yours does? Yeah, it's Bravus, B-R-A-V-U-S. Interesting. See, we do get definitely different things uh, in Columbus versus, uh, well, Ohio versus Michigan. 
I would still I'm gonna say it's my second favorite. Okay. But it's like a two and a half. You're giving it a two and a half. Okay. So the IPA two and a half. What so do you think? I know what? What's your what would you give yours? Oh, I'm sorry. I gave mine a two. Okay. I can't believe it. I might own, I, I kind of want to give it a one, but I also don't want to skew people's <laughs> view because I don't I don't like amber type beers. So it, maybe it's not really fair. And if you're listening and thinking, oh my gosh, they didn't like any of these. Why am I listening? <laughs> Let me tell you, there are some really good NA beers out there. First of all, I do actually like the Athletic Run Wild. I Agreed. do, right? I would yeah. drink that. I do yeah. regularly drink that. I do like more so though, their hazy IPA. And I also like their golden beer. I like the Hefeweizen type beers and the golden beer is more like that, more like a weedy ale, okay? Uh, some noteworthies that we're not sampling today. My favorite by far NA beer that I have found is from Minnesota and it's called Hairless Dog Brewing. Their beers taste to me like beer. And again, I love beer. Uh, like I always say, if I'm on a stranded island, if I'm stranded on an island, like what are my top three things? Like beer would have to be a part of it. So when I found Hairless Dog, I was very, very excited. But I would, I would definitely highly recommend trying that one. I was able to find that at Walmart one time, which I thought was very random. You can also order it from their website and also go on their website and see other places around the country where you can get it. But I think it's delicious. Which Another one, one did you I, get. I've had a couple of them. Name some of them. I can't remember. I think I probably, the IPA. <laughs> um, they're all sold out. They have, on their website, every single one of them is sold out. Um, party like there's, oh, that's all of them. Uh, oh, the NA Black Ale, the NA IPA, and the NA Citra Lager. Okay. So I tried the Citra Lager and the NA IPA. The NA, NA IPA was my favorite. It actually tastes like real beer. I mean, this is this is real beer. I shouldn't say that, but it tastes like regular beer with alcohol in it. Um, I, and I I think I did try the Citra Lager. I didn't like it quite as much, but it was not. I mean, it was worth drinking for sure. Uh, two others that I really like, two other companies, Brooklyn Brewery Special Effects. And I'll put, again, the links to these websites in the show notes. And then United Art. I... Don't know where that's from, but they have really cool looking uh, beer cans with lots of color, which you would think, because I'm not sure where the name United Art came from, but you would think that they would have a good marketing strategy with that kind of name. And they do. Their cans look very cool and very colorful. Wait. And really, the beers are very, very good. Untitled. Yes. Did you say United or Untitled? Did I say United. Did I say United? I don't know, but it's untitled. I probably did. It's untitled. Thank you. Untitled I, art. I'm sorry if I just corrected you and you were saying it the right word. No, you're probably right. I think I did say United. <laughs> uh, untitled art, which is the weirdest name. I'm not sure what that, where that comes from, uh, where that has to do with beer, if anything, but it's really, really tasty. So I put all of those links. So again, Brooklyn Brewery. I love their special effects, but Brooklyn Brewery is the name of the brewery. Hairless Dog. And then untitled art. And then did you have another one on here? Well, I was telling my father-in-law that we were doing this episode coming up. And he asked, have you ever had the Sam Adams non-alcoholic beer? And I was like, nope, I haven't. I don't know that I've even seen it. However, he is a beer snob, just like you and I, but probably way more so even. He said, it's 
he's like, it's pretty darn good. That says something coming from him. And he's a, a listener of the show. So, Dale, here you go. But Sam Adams, the non-alcoholic, he said is quite, quite good. Okay. All right. So we'll I would that feel one very world. confident in buying that because he and I have very similar beer tastes, which means that it's the same as yours, probably. Awesome. And good Sam Adams, All right. I would think, is pretty easy to find. I have not seen it, but I have not looked as hard as I as I will in the future. It's just not a, I, I have not made a habit of looking, seeking non-alcoholic beers, but I may if I find some that I really enjoy. Yeah. You kind of have to ask because yeah, they're not always easy to find. There's like a small section mm-hmm. in each grocery store that has them. Uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to kind of go back to the mocktails that, we're, that we talked about because we also have some other favorite versions of mocktails that we each like. And I'll start with mine. I really like kombucha, any flavor. With sparkling water, any flavor, although generally I just choose just the plain, basic uh, sparkling water and a nice, fancy glass. So I'll make this at home with dinner. I'll just do half, you know, maybe a four ounce cup of kombucha, four ounces of sparkling water, put a little, you know, a slice of lime in there in a nice, fancy glass and call it a day. And it is my favorite mocktail that is easy. And I almost always have all the ingredients for that because there's only three. And they're generally always on hand. What have you got? Well, a favorite from pregnancy is a brand. I believe it's called Frey or it could be Free. It's F-R-E. But the non-alcoholic champagne, they also make non-alcoholic wine. Haven't found a wine that I love, but the champagne is quite good, especially if you're making a mimosa, let's say. Uh, But I was a big, big fan of that brand of of non-alcoholic champagne. I also love, um, yeah, Spindrift mixed with something bubbly. So Spindrift isn't really bubbly. It's not the same type of bubbly, at least, as a LaCroix. So sometimes I'll do a 50-50 of Spindrift and LaCroix or Spindrift and kombucha. It just kind of depends. And then maybe a little bit different is um, some coconut water, like fresh coconut water, with some fresh pineapple juice. And then if you wanted to cut that with, to add bubbles with some sparkling water, you could do that as well. Or like the coconut LaCroix is really good too. Mm, that sounds good. I've never thought of Spindrift as not being very bubbly, but now that you mention it, it is a little bit less bubbly than mm-hmm. LaCroix and, and It's not and bubbly. flat, but it's not right. the bubbles that you would get with LaCroix, I feel like. Yeah, but it's so much better in my opinion. I love Spindrift. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so good. Okay. We drink a lot of Spindrift now. That's because of you. And because yeah. you couldn't find it at Costco. Because you can find it at Costco? Yeah, can. Yep. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, that's it for our NA beer taste test. If you have any NA beers that you want us to mention, maybe at the, on the next episode that you love, we would love to mention those on our next episode just to kind of get people's um, NA beer list flowing. Or if you have a favorite recipe for a mocktail, of course, we'd like to hear about that too. All right. Mom wins our favorite new products. Nicole? I recently made honey mustard chicken kebabs and not just honey mustard chicken, but they also have on their little red potatoes that you kind of par cook in the microwave nice and easy before grilling uh, zucchini and red onion. But you marinate the chicken and kind of brush the excess marinade over your kebabs and you have before marinating, I should say, some of the reserved honey mustard, and you mix it with Greek yogurt and a little bit of mayonnaise for a dipping sauce. Oh my gosh, these were so good. I, this dipping sauce was just 
finger licking good. They were a little bit more time consuming than I like, but uh, man, they were so good. And I, my friend must have seen the recipe on my blog and she has a friend whose family loves honey mustard everything. So she sent the recipe to her friend and we saw her at the pool and she's like, you're Nicole, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, those honey mustard chicken kebabs. She just went on and on. She's like, our whole family loved them. So uh, an endorsement from her as well. They are quite good. Nice. I will tell you, I made kebabs recently and Paige loved them. And I think that just the fact that they were on a stick mm-hmm. made them that much more cool. So of course she was more likely to eat them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, definitely time consuming, but I hope this one sounds like it's worth it. Yeah. Do it. All right. Cool. All right. So I, I put this in here a while ago because I decided to try HelloFresh and I was like, this is definitely going to be a mom win. I'm thinking I have just lost. It's not that I've lost the desire to cook. Well, no, I kind of have. I've, I'm at this point where I'm in a recipe rut. I don't have the desire to cook. I don't have the desire to clean. I'm so over making meals and that my kids don't eat and that I'm the only one eating and I'm just done. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to try HelloFresh. So I went on their website. I downloaded go to the app and they give you all these, like your first 10 shipments, you get crazy deals on, right? And then after that, you start paying full price. Have you ever looked at HelloFresh, Nicole? Mm-hmm. Have you ever used it? Uh, probably. I've done quite a few of them. Just like the free trials that, you know, they try and suck you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I was hoping that they would suck me in. So it's it's relatively expensive, I will yeah. say. In the past, I've tried Sunbasket, which I did not like because it was way too complicated it was stressful every day I would get those baskets. I mean, I just, I, my heart would start pounding like, oh my gosh, I have to make this in the next three days. I mean, it was just too much. So I thought HelloFresh, okay. I looked at the recipes. There's some that are ready in 15 minutes, 30 minutes. So I thought this is great. I got a couple of them and I will say they were quite good. The first recipe was this pasta dish. I'm not even kidding. Here's what it called for. It was pasta, butter, sour cream, cream cheese, ranch dressing and 80-20 beef. I was like, holy crap. I didn't even want to know how much fat was in that. Again, not because I care about fat, but I'm just like, it just, it was 100% Is that even fat. a recipe? <laughs> yes. It was really good. I will tell you, it was really good. Um, of course, of course it was delicious. Uh, but I had the worst stomach ache after eating that. I don't know if it was the combination of all the fat or if it was the onion. So it had a ranch packet as well, which added a lot of, of course, a really good flavor with really finely diced onion and garlic. So perhaps that was why my stomach hurt, but I couldn't eat. I, I ate, I will tell you, I ate a lot of it that night though, because it was really good, of course. But so we had all these leftovers that I couldn't even eat. No one would eat. No one eats leftovers in, anymore in my house. So anyway, I was like, okay, that was kind of a dud. Second, recipe we got was a little bit better, but also kind of boring. Anyway, long story short, I'm done. I'm not doing HelloFresh. If if I kept doing this, it would eventually cost me, if I just did two recipes a week, which is what I wanted to do, it would cost me $360 a month. Heck. Do you think that's, is that a lot or am I crazy? That's insanity. You could find a better place right? to do carry out. That's what I thought. I'm like, I might as well just go get carry out every single, twice a week. Absolutely. And I wouldn't even have dishes. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone listening does HelloFresh and they love it, I want to know why, what am I missing? Again, the, the recipes were tasty. They were definitely tasty. I was a little bit concerned by that first one that it was 
literally, I mean, cream cheese, sour cream, ranch. Again, I just, and let me tell you, I used half the amount because it was just, it was just too much. Uh, it was very tasty, but I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what the, what, what, how people spend this much money on a service that I just don't think is, is that worth it, but perhaps I'm missing something. I would love feedback on that. So I put it in here as a mom win, although it was essentially a mom fail. Maybe I'll try it again one day, but at this point, not doing it. Anyway. I've just gone to like a a lot of fresh salads and then adding like fish sticks or something to go with them. So any components of the salad that the kids would eat, I deconstruct and then they'll have something like with it. I don't know. Oh yeah, I've done that. I mean, I'm making pizza tonight. I went to Whole Foods and got some interesting toppings, but essentially we do burgers, pizza, mac and cheese, uh, salad, you know, Caesar salad with chicken nuggets, tacos on a rotation. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. We've got a lovely review from from Meg Furlow. She says, informative, easy listening. I started reading Nicole's blog over a decade ago and just started listening to the podcast a few months ago. I usually listen on the go in the car and love the episode, the recipe ideas. The Picky Eater episode was especially helpful. I also like hearing about Nicole and Gina's lives. <laughs> Thank you so much for that review. We that really, really appreciate that. Thanks, Meg. That was I don't sweet. know. I don't know if I know Meg. Yeah. He's been reading over a decade. I know. Well, sometimes he's, sometimes people comment or they're under an alias. And anyway, True. so sweet. True. All right. So coming up on July 24th, we will be dishing out another Q&A episode, plus a look at our New Year's wellness goals ah, since we're halfway into the year. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone. Until next time, be well. And Nicole, talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>